Time to strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to do my Casey Case from there. The Brothers of Discussion. <laughs> well, this next song comes from a little guy <laughs> named Braun Strowman. And this week he played the beautiful bass, and then he broke it over the back of fellow WWE superstar Elias. Let's give a listen. That. <laughs> Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty, pretty good, pretty good. Lot, lot of things are coming up, Matt, this morning. So lots of things coming up, Matt. Um, that's that's good to hear. Um, let's bring him into the podcast. Yeah, let's make it personal. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. well, uh, let's remind everybody, uh, bodpodcast.com is the hub for all things brothers of discussion. Uh, you can also come say hi on Facebook and Twitter. We own, or uh, whatever. Uh, the handle is at BOD Podcast. Uh, so you can find us real easy anyway, either searching for BODpodcast.com, at BOD Podcast. We are going to be the answer that Google comes up with. Do it. Say hi. Yes. Join the faction that is the Brothers of Discussion. Yes. And if I did you. did it again. I started going Casey. Yeah, and if you misspell the handle, who knows? You might find a Twitter feed with some hot bods. Who knows? Mm. The old hot bod podcast. So, we had a... That's what we we bought that from, hot bod. (laughs) (laughs) So we had a raucous week here in the WWE. Um, A lot of of big changes to championship matches. Uh, Should they have happened? Uh, Who knows? I think, I think what we need to talk about first is the moment of our lifetime when Braun Strowman uh, strung up his bass and did a beautiful song for Elias. Yeah. The song called Get These Hands. Now, can I, can I just say that Get These Hands is exclusively from Braun Strowman, a, like an intimidating catchphrase. Any other WWE superstar, and I'd feel just a little... A little like Weinsteiny, if I may, like just a little yeah. uncomfortable with get these hands. Yeah. It's just it, it's still confusing. Like you'd piss your so you'd piss your pants. Like if you so I'm in my basement recording. Right. If I heard Braun stomping down the stairs and he just like I haven't even seen him yet, but he's just stomping down the stairs. And then he just yells, "Get these hands!" <laughs> I'd piss my pants and then I'd go, "What? Huh?" And then he'd come down here and murder me. But before that, I, yeah, it's it's terrifying just because Braun's saying it. So I guess, I don't know, there's there's a whole list of things that Braun Strowman could say to me that would get me to like, have to get a new pair of underpants. What's funny, like, yeah, what's funny is that it's not an intimidating phrase. It's just that the man saying it is intimidating. So literally I, anything you put on his t-shirt is going to be scary. Like... I think it would be scarier if he came out uh, and like if if this if this is what his catchphrase was and he had a, even a t-shirt that maybe even had a picture of it I'd still be so terrified but if he came out and said <laughs> I just pissed my pants like I'd be like oh god what what made you do that <laughs> just, you'd start running like 
It's it's literally the He's just it's so literally the angry. opposite of uh, Roman Reigns, who couldn't pull off any phrase. I think I think Braun yeah. could literally be like, oh, "Little Miss that's, Muffin's that's... about to sit on her tuffin," and then he'd stop out. <laughs> You're so right. Oh man. I like strawberry shortcake. Can you? Oh no! <laughs> you know you're gonna be the next little dessert that Bron, you know, makes with his hands. <laughs> hey, hey, diddle, diddle, Bron with a fiddle. Like, <laughs> it's literally anything goes with that guy. Um, he could have actually used that this past week too with that huge bass. What a missed opportunity! Yeah, um, I did like the bass. I feel like with Bron though, again. Uh, anything he says is scary. I think if you're gonna pick an instrument, he sh- they should have went extreme. I, I would have given him a didgeridoo, like <laughs> just to hear him up on the ramp though. <laughs> like with the lights off, and then the lights come on, and you see Braun like puffing his cheeks into a didgeridoo. That would have been the coolest thing ever. I I just love seeing like he really enjoyed doing that too. I. I don't know if that was uh, if he thought of breaking that bass, if he accidentally did it, or if it was, it was pre-broken uh, while he started strumming it. But yeah, I like to think I that just... it wasn't supposed to break, and he just kind of well, all right. I guess, I guess the bass got these hands. You know, what are you gonna do? <laughs> um, yeah, I, it's 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 wonderful to see. Um, like. And it's a, it's just to keep kind of bouncing it back off Roman. You know, he's best as the strong, silent type because he, he doesn't seem. Um, not everybody's born with natural charisma, and I, I definitely think Braun is. Um, and I, I can't wait to see more of him being. He's an actual face now. He's not, he's not that great character. You know, like a, la, you know, like a, like a, like a Bray or like a Randy usually toes the line. Yeah. Like, or like what they they try to do with Roman, even though it's just it's go away heat. Yeah. Minutes. But it yeah it's so I, I wrote about it last week where I was like this I I thought they they did it it was official last week that he made his official face turn. He's high fiving fans, leaving the ring and giggling <laughs> as the fans are asking for one more time. And now that's that's almost that's a second catchphrase for Braun that that the, fun, the the fans created was just a one more time. So he just. What would have been great is if this was more cartoonish. Like, this this would be the first time I wanted something to be more cartoonish. If they chanted one more time and he was able to pull another bass out of his pocket and just <laughs> clobber Elias with a second bass. Oh, my God. All right. Like a series of basses under the ring? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That would have been great. Um, I don't know how, how easy that would have been to coordinate uh, the morning of, but... <laughs> I really like the idea of him taking it just a little seriously, too. Like, if it wasn't just a base under the ring, like, it was in a protective case, you know, and he had to, like, drag it out and then open the silver snaps and, you know, take it out and then tune it, tune it, (laughs) and then mash Elias over the back with it. That would have been awesome. Give him a quick lesson on how to properly tune a base. Yeah, like, he's he's, he's got his ear next to the string. (laughs) And then just... Wham! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, and that—that's—that's that's an amazing point because they've struggled for so long to find like the right guy that can be the badass and still be fun. Yeah. Um, man, could it could it actually be Braun Strowman? 
And, and is is the badass that's fun? Is that is that the role that Stone Cold had? Is that is that what we're still looking for, or are we looking for something like a rock? You know what I mean? So basically, I think you know where I'm going with this. Is is Braun Strowman like? Is he is he getting closer to what we could call like a Stone Cold, where Dean Ambrose tried and failed miserably? Um, I mean, I don't even. At this point, he's been injured for so long. I, I don't even think about him being gone. I, I only think of it now because I was. Well, I mean, see, who's the last guy to try to be badass and funny? I, I gotta, I gotta admit, I have a Dean Ambrose T-shirt and a pair of underwear. Um, that that say, oh yeah. So, let's uh, let's tread lightly here oh, on a, uh, on Mr. Ambrose for another day. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. The it's weird. The face is on the inside. It's kind of weird. But uh, so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if he failed miserably. I, I think he was pretty over with the crowd. Um, I think people still pop to hear the... I think that he still got a reaction. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think we're in agreement that um, at the Elimination Chamber, um, Roman Reigns is obviously going to be one of the last two, and we're about 98% sure that he's going to be going to fight Brock at... Elimination chain at uh, WrestleMania, but yeah. man, if if there was a second place guy, do you see that being Braun? I think it has to be. I I I don't know at this point the way they're building him. I mean, I don't know if we want to get into fantasy booking or anything, but if he's not, and and again, we're very sure he's not. If he's not fighting for the title, what what is Braun Strowman doing? What's he going to do for a whole year? I don't know. Uh, I mean, so, like, we also got some, you know, some more news this week um, as far as who's participating in the Elimination Chamber when we had all the losers uh, got to square off against each other and decide who's going to be, you know, number six, uh, yeah. who's going to be the sixth entrant. Um, so we got, um, you know, Bray Wyatt. We got Finn Balor. We got Apollo Cruz. And there's... I think it's... Stuff Seth Rollins and Finn Balor into a single tube. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tight squeeze <laughs> in there. Be tight squeeze. <laughs> who did I uh, who did I omit from that list outside of Seth Rollins? We'll just start over. It's it's Cena, Strowman, Elias. No, no, no. Who is who is battling this week on Monday? Oh, uh, that was uh, wait, Bray. Yep. Matt. Uh, oh, that's who it was. Uh, Bray, uh, Matt Hardy, uh, um, yeah, Finn Balor, Seth, oh. and was, um, was an Apollo Cruz you know, in there? Yes, Apollo Cruz. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, you know, Titus Worldwide, his buddy. Well, I, I, how um, about this? I remembered Apollo Cruz, and I deleted Matt Hardy from my memory. I forgot all about his participation. <laughs> uh, that's no, that's okay. I I totally forgot about Cruz. So that's he actually didn't embarrass himself in that match. Um, I mean, not that he ever really, rarely does. It's you know his his in ring stuff's never the issue. We just I don't know. They stubbornly don't really give him a lot to work with as a character. So I don't know. All we get to do is see him do that that standing shooting star press that goes for naught. Um, like a what is he a two hundred forty pound man that can do that? Um, yeah. What a waste! Like all that physical ability, and he never really gets to like. Do anything on the microphone except look at 
Titus O'Neil for yeah. advice with promos, or Dana Brooke, uh, that uh, savant of the microphone. I don't know. It's a it's a weird combo to put together. Um, well, put them in if, at least put them in the spotlight in the main event. But I I don't know. I there there was nothing in me that said that we. Yeah, he wasn't gonna win. Um, I mean, yeah, at least I, at least I, at least put him in the ring with Seth and you know Finn, you know two guys who had legitimate shots. But yeah, um, I I I'm just I, I'd throw out there. I think I think it's good like the way that this is turning out because if I had to measure the guys that are most entertaining on Monday Night Raw, if you're talking, I mean the total package, I think this is top to bottom the best guys. They like. You know, like remember the years we used to get like Kofi in in the elimination chambers. You know, like you'd get you'd get these fillers. Like this is probably the best elimination chamber list I think we've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty stacked. When it comes from yeah, yeah pr- like just pure wrestling talent and uh, your your ability to do promos and just be entertaining. I, I think this is top to bottom, uh, the best one we've ever seen. Well, um, I mean, last year was pretty good, too. I mean, I know we were pretty pumped about the um, the result, because we actually got to see Bray Wyatt hold the title for at least a little while. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, as, as far as the like the outcome, I think, you know, we kind of have it narrowed down. But still, I mean, to see who's going to get to pin who, I mean, this is this is the best of the best. Yeah, and that, like, you gotta you got to talk about the... You know, I, I guess muddying the waters, like who's who's gonna win this? If it was Roman against uh, Cruz and Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt, it just it would have been yeah, of course Roman's gonna win. Yeah. Like they have to have it stacked like this. It has to have Finn Balor, Seth, Cena, because you can you can draw a map at least. Like you can you can go okay, well if Cena wins. This is what this is the reason that he's winning. This is what the the road to WrestleMania looks like if Strowman wins. Um, you know, it, it's it's a little bit tougher with Elias, but that would still be fun. Uh, the Miz would just be this amazing run of, you know, this is the year of the Miz after he gets his recognition from Rolling Stone. Uh, you know, maybe it's a rewrite for Finn Balor. Uh, Seth Rollins finally gets his moment. You know, he's been injured the last couple WrestleManias. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, I think we're all in agreement here. This is... It's been Roman Reigns for a year now. Like we knew, we've known for a year. I mean, the whole reason that Shinsuke won the Royal Rumble is because you and I were expecting, or at least our prediction of that. Uh, the whole reason Shinsuke won was because the brothers of discussion uh, knew that Roman Reigns is going to win an Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, that, that that was how we drew that conclusion was because we knew this was going to happen. But this had to be a stacked elimination chamber, at least to keep our interest, because any anything else would have just made it feel, you know, the the writing the writing was already there. It's it's just this had to be stacked, and I think it is. Yeah. Um, what's kind of fun about this? It's these events are are better when you know half the roster's not hurt. So I mean, you can get away with putting you know six or seven of your best guys just stuff them all into one match. And then you can still have, you know, the rest of the card to fill out, you know, instead of desperately saying, well, uh, you know, we'll have Cena fight somebody. Um, you know, and like you were saying with the, with the filler entrance, that's that's not what's going on this year. Um, 
you have you have guys who I, I legitimately don't want to see them get pinned. Like I, I really I know that you know this looks like Romans to lose. Um, yeah, man, I really don't want to see Finn eat a pin. I don't. I really don't want to see Seth eat a pin. Um, he's kind of been you know floundering away in the in tag team matches. Uh, I know there's only so many guys who can be up on top, but man, like seeing him just do one on one battles. You know, thanks to Jason Jordan breaking his freaking neck, just like his his dad. Uh, luckily, that uh, that turned out really well for Seth. I I missed seeing yeah. him. You know, just fight for himself um, and doing the whole burn it down. You know, I get amped for that. I I don't like seeing you know a, a watered down Seth where he's got to take turns in a tag team match. He's too good. Yeah, he's too good it's... on the mic. He's he's too good in the ring. Um, it's funny, like going backwards too. Like when you you want to see Seth. Uh, in some old matches, and you see the old promos, and him just like tearing people apart with his words. Yeah. Like he he was just he was diabolical. Like it was it was amazing, and he was he was you know that that little. Uh, I'm trying to think of the animal, but I guess it was it's like a little rat, you know, like running around getting his stuff. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he had that just crazy. constant sneer, just yeah. yeah. Exactly, and now now he's like oh. C- Come on, Jason. Let's. Yeah, I guess this was I, more like a month ago. Yeah, I don't, it's like, yeah I don't, Come on, Jason. We can do it. And then. Yeah, cheerleader yeah. is not his best role. Um, he should be a sneering rat, just the the king of the rats, the rat king with the crown. Well, like, he's he's so good. I, I it still works for my head. Like it still he still does it well enough. Where I'm like, okay, I, this is this is believable. Like it's not like when some guys turn face and you're just waiting for that moment from the turn heel again i I think seth does everything great i i just it's it's way more fun seeing him be a little sneaky rat guy and that's just because he's that upper echelon talent where he can just kind of just he's not really good or bad he's just seth rollins and you just you know what his goals are you know what his character is you know what his past is um and that's what's kind of cool too about the the commentary and it's why you know they allow him to get over but not apollo where he actually has a history that the commentators will reference you know where he's got a history with roman reigns he's got a history with john cena you know he's allowed to be able to reference those so it's not just these isolated you know in a bubble you know who am i fighting for six minutes this week you know like poor cruz gets stuck doing where we have no idea what that guy's ever done uh it's (laughs) he kind of floats around he he does the standing shooting star press Obviously, again, you know, not everybody can be over all the time, but it's you can see why. I mean, that's why we're invested in Seth. That's why we're invested in somebody like Finn because we know his whole right. we know his whole story. We get to hear him being built up in NXT. He wasn't rushed over in in two months. Um, I don't know why I'm I'm really making a case for Apollo, but I I think maybe because it's <laughs> it's uh, you know black history month and i'm realizing how few black superstars really get a shot at, at gold here um kind of annoying but you know something that you know with all these women's movements it's something we i think we've been harping on now a couple consecutive weeks in a row where it doesn't seem like yeah non-white people really get a shot with the belt so well i just i i, I think i think they just it, it, it's always about the opportunity and it it's it's something where if if they can give him an opportunity with you know like don't make a joke of it uh i don't know maybe 
Let's see if we can put him on the mic and he can stop smiling like the entire time that he's 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 out there. I I don't know. There's just there's there's something where they need to put more effort into writing a character for him. And maybe it's maybe it's coming up. Maybe they're setting up this this character with with Titus because he he needs to he needs to turn heel or something to get us interested in 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 a cruise well, character, like, but well, like WWE's never been at the forefront of anything, uh, you know, racially progressive. They've always been yeah. reactive to it. So I'm hoping somebody in the writing room is watching Black Panther and saying, "Hey, you know, maybe we could have a black guy be our leader for a little while." Um, yeah. So hopefully they get inspired, um, you know, by seeing that you don't have to be white to be the champion. You know, we can have other other races of people you know lead the company it's it's okay i mean apollo is it's not like he's christian you know or he's ugly you know he's he's an all right looking guy <laughs> well we're not gonna make an ugly guy our champion come on i'm just quoting vince on that one i, I don't know I'm, I'm neutral on christian i mean <laughs> i i like that like they're they're trying to decide who's gonna be champion <laughs> come on rick <laughs> That guy's hideous. They're just, you can't they're put just him on Jimmy they just put everybody on like uh, like Vince's Tinder, and he's got to swipe right and <laughs> got to narrow it down. Um, well, uh, look, the I mean, the, here's the facts. The facts are Apollo Cruz is probably uh, if we want to. Uh, I'm just jokingly, you know, pound for pound, uh, he's one of the most athletic guys uh, on the roster. Yeah, like e- easily, he's probably you could probably just give him the title of the most. Uh, athletic for his size. Yeah. Right? I mean, if you can do a... It's a Stand, shooting star, right? Yeah. Standing shooting star. Yeah, so, something... Lesner, yeah, he had a turnbuckle <laughs> yeah, right. he couldn't accomplish that with. Right. Brock Lesnar on a 20-foot ladder, he's going to break his <laughs> neck trying to do a shooting star. And... <laughs> And Apollo Crews can stand right next to you and do a shooting star press. Um, I, I mean, he does he does the gorilla press too, right? Like he's he's also strong. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, I don't think he's ever done like powerlifting, but he's just uh, a very uh, muscly dude. I don't know if he has. He's probably like one percent body fat or some absurdly yeah. low number. Yeah. Um. So I mean. I don't know. I I think he needs. So here's the issue. The like, we know that he can wrestle, but if he was in that, if he'd won that that match and like he'd been the third person to share the pin with Finn and and uh, Seth, and it was an eight person elimination chamber match, obviously we'd look at him as fodder because we've never yeah really, he'd be the first one. Out. Yeah, we've never <laughs> seen him get a shot ever. Um, right. So, um, I guess no. I mean, the better route for him. I mean, think about is it is it wrong. Like the problem here's the the problem is that when you think about who is who's on Monday Night Raw, yeah. The problem is that there's only Apollo Crews. Like the problem is that there is no one that they've been building up for the last 5 years. Think about how long it took for the Miz to get to this point where he's he had gotten go away heat for years, not heel heat. Just get off my TV. I'm sick of you. So the the problem is that they need to be patient with Apollo Crews because he's not ready. Right. But there should have been, and I know I'm Captain Hindsight now from South Park. Right. <laughs> you should have had you should have had a fire escape on the right side of that building so all those people <laughs> wouldn't burn alive. 
Thank um, you, Captain Hindsight. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> uh, Don't let Roman Reigns say suffer and suck a tash. Thank you, Captain Hindsight. Alright, but go ahead. Right. But there, there should have been guys already. Like, it, it's, it, there, there should have been multiple guys that have been trying to win the title for years now. And I, I think, you know, one, one of the biggest problems is that, uh, that those are the superstars that give up on first. Like, there, there isn't this, let's, let's keep pushing. Like, what, what has, what makes The Miz different? Granted, he goes in, and we, we've loved him for years. Um, you know, he goes in and gives 110%. But who says Apollo Cruz isn't doing that, or some other guy? Like, why why isn't there a guy that's been waiting in the wings to get a shot to prove that he you know he can do it on the mic or get a chance to learn how to do it on the mic, get a chance to learn who his character is? You know, there 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 just haven't there hasn't been that opportunity. They 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 it's it's just most most of those guys and they they should have been that's you know again i'm playing captain hindsight here there we can't we can't have apollo cruz come in and then expect him to just be in the main event because it's taken years for the wwe universe to go oh wow the miz yeah the miz is legit he should definitely be in here or or you're just a a, a you know a super duper star like seth rollins where he can do these baloney tag matches for for weeks and months, and then it's like, yeah, throw him into the elimination chamber, no problem. Or you've got a brute like Braun Strowman, where even he, like, he's been around now for three years. Yeah, I mean, he was just kind of a strong, silent doof, uh, yeah. wearing a black goat mask for a while, and then he took the mask off. We were like, oh, he looks like a giant baby with a beard. But now right. somehow he's he's just transformed into this uh, charismatic megastar. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just like they it's it's being more patient with that character. I, I I or with that person. Like let him learn. Why 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 did he jump from NXT right to the roster after a couple months? I'll never know. I mean, sometimes it works, but I, I think it works with. Um, like heel Elias heels. has a character. Yeah. Elias like I think he was getting go away heat for the first couple weeks, but damn it, he kept to it, you know? And there there was something there. There was something there about being a bag. And he had a character of, to work with. Yeah, he had songs. Yeah. He was always um uh like there was wrestling going on and that was like the last thing on his mind. It was more about just like him getting out there. Yeah. Um and having a presence. But that that's that's a character that took time. You know, someone someone had to had to think about that and, and create something that they knew, you know, was different. And Apollo Cruz has been packaged as a guy who wears wrestling shorts and, and know, bright colors. And he boots, smiles a lot. And he's yep. yeah, he's he's happy. Okay. Uh great. You know, it's not even like his character is I'm a good I'm a good wrestler. That's not his character either. I re- this character is just some guy. Yeah, the only thing <laughs> I know is he he likes one of my favorite characters from Rocky, and he likes the guy who did those Old Spice commercials. So right, um, that's all we know. That's all I know. I mean, I like I like that idea. I, I love Apollo Creed. I, I love Terry Crews, but I don't love Apollo Crews. I yeah. I need something more than you know. You can't just. Uh, 
God, how do I even... Okay, you, like, you can't go out and name yourself Borat Schwarzenegger. Like, yeah, I love both of those people, <laughs> but I, I need something more. You got you got to be more than the names of two people I love. Um, Borat Schwarzenegger. Which I think I'm going to start calling Apollo Crews Borat Schwarzenegger. <laughs> pretty good idea. Well, I'm uh, doing a little self-pop here. All right. <laughs> well, what was our point in talking about that? Where are we going? I, don't, I mean, we're trying to make the case for Apollo because it's just a bummer that he gets to actually get a shot in this, you know, high stakes match, and he's clearly not, you know, gonna win. And even if he did win, he would have been bantha fodder for the, uh, you know, pay per view itself. Um, yeah. I guess kind of a hot take question here. Historically, Ooh. elimination chambers have been six men, two men, two men start the match. Four other men are trapped in plexiglass cases around the ring. So, this year there will be seven men in the Elimination Chamber. What will we do with number seven? Will he be dangling above the ring? Will he be under the ring? Will he be in a referee costume? Matt, your thoughts? So, the, um... That match on Monday Night Raw was to determine who would be the first to enter? Uh, I think it was just to participate. Because Miz, oh, Miz okay. and Cena did a match to see who would come in first, um, oh, shit. which Miz okay. lost. Oh, that's right, that's yep. right, that's right. Um, I actually did watch that. Um, oh my god, by the way, point? real quick, Miz had yeah. an incredible, <laughs> as usual, incredible line in his promo before that match, um, where he's ta- they were talking about the odds of who's going to beat Brock, like win the chamber and then subsequently beat Brock. And, you know, Cena was on his usual rant. You know, who, who knows what he's talking about. And Miz called Cena <laughs> the founding father of Suplex City. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that was fantastic. <laughs> what? Like, just a great line with President's Day coming up, too. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the crowd really popped for it, too. That was that was good. But, um... Yeah, he's, he's, he's really good. So, uh, what are they going to uh, do? Have, are they going to have three it's, guys it's, doing a triple yeah. threat? That's my first thought. Like, when it first happened, you, you try and, you know, puzzle, piece it together. Um, it's got to be a triple threat. I, I don't think they're going to stuff two guys in a in a canister together. And then if you're, if you're winning that, you know, second chance match, I think it makes sense, too, to make the argument that they'll be, you know, you start you start in the ring yeah you know you don't you don't get a chance to you don't get rewarded right with the sixth spot right right so and and we already know elias is the uh, last one right yeah exactly um but it's got to be it's got to be a triple threat i i just the other the only other thing i can think of would be they just i mean because we've seen uh, dumb things like this before where they just they'll stand outside the chamber and then they'll be let in you know what i mean like that they've done dumb things like that before where somebody just waits outside i like to of like hell in a cell yeah maybe it'll be like uh you know in vegas when you go to the mgm casino and you can walk under the glass and there's a lion up there like we could have a glass chamber you know at the top of the elimination so then when you're, when the little dun 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 and then the door just opens and you fall out. <laughs> so I like think of it like horizontal too. So you're just kind of laying on your back or your stomach and then they just unhinge it and you fall out. I think that'd be pretty cool. Um, so I think it's either going to be, like you said, a triple threat or um, because we're not quite at the week of the Elimination Chamber that, uh, I mean, we've, 
we've gotten qualifying matches to get in the match. We've gotten qualifying matches for placement. I wouldn't be surprised if there's another match that eliminates someone from the Elimination Chamber match to get it back down to six. Just some crazy shenanigans like that. Um, it's like they it's they heard our they heard happens. our whining about um, like qualifying matches, so they're like, "Well, we're just gonna do qualifying matches every single match." Yeah, <laughs> that, that's great though. Don't complain about that. That legitimizes the sport of pro wrestling. I know, but it, it's like we we did a we did a match to see who, who's coming in sixth. We did a match to see who's coming in first. Why don't we just do matches to see who's coming in second, and then who's coming in third, and then who's coming in fourth, and then who's coming in fifth, and then we'll do a match to see who wins the elimination chamber. How about that? So then they can just stand there at elimination chamber and just wait for the gongs to go off, and then just walk out of the ring. Hooray! Ooh. Oh. I don't. I don't like this hot take. I don't like it at all. I think. <laughs> I think you are full of baloney, sir. Boo! Your act is baloney. Yeah. Um. No, I, I just. I can't. I can't get on board with that. I, that doesn't make any sense to complain about us getting what we want. <laughs> well, it's like okay. Complaining I, I want, about the I want, one thing we want. I want about. qualifying matches, but I don't want it to get to a point where it's like you know I want to wrestle for the the pod on the northwest wing. What? No way! If you lose, you get stuck with the southeast wing. Nobody likes the southeast wing. Boo! And then they I, they battle for the hot corner, you know, in the elimination here's, chamber. Here's, here's my hot take on that. I don't think that's what's happening. If you lose this match, you have to wear the Godfather's silly father hat. What? Oh no! Just constant stipulations. But, but what's here's here's the alternative, Mike. The alternative is we get a three on three match. The alternative uh, is the the, heels... the Royal Rumble. I'm declaring myself in the elimination chamber. Yeah, well, me yeah. too. Yeah, me too. Me three. Yeah, let's all Remember be in the we elimination arguing, chamber. We were arguing that you know Alexa Bliss is getting the shaft because of you know oh well this is your these are your elimination chamber uh, combatants. You just there you go. <laughs> Good luck. Like, uh, well, that's because they don't they don't, don't even have like a dozen women to do these matches. That's why. No, I. You know what I mean. I'm not making that argument. I know. Come on, man! Don't, don't make that argument. We all know what you're arguing. <laughs> Fucking douche. <laughs> it's not. That's not the argument I'm making. I'm not saying that they should have had these six women fight and then they're like, oh well, you guys are all left, so. All the losers are in it too. That's, I'm just. <laughs> the the the. The thing is, is we 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 craved this. We wanted it. I don't think they're gonna take it to that point where the next the next fight we're gonna see on Monday is gonna be for number two. Cause this, Mike, this is what I wanted, so that I don't have to watch another three on three tag match. That means nothing to me. The match won't even end, or the face wins. Like the I face know, tag I know, team wins. I know. You're, I, we, we, we wanted them. Get... I just, I just, just pump the brakes, WWE. Don't, don't let them fight for which corner they get in the elimination chamber. That's all I'm saying. Oh man, you are. All right, this is a moment to applaud what the way that they've written this show the last few weeks because they're doing exactly <laughs> what we wanted, and you're still finding a way. Hey, to you know what? All it. I'm doing, all I'm doing, is I'm just making sure what I don't see this coming Monday. Braun Strowman <laughs> fighting for that southwest corner. You know, I don't want to see that when it's all on the line for the northeast corner. You know, I, that's all we're doing. We're just avoiding that. All right. That's all we're doing. Um, well, 
I, I do know that the writers are patiently waiting for this episode to come out. Like come on, come on, come on, brothers so. of discussion! Get that episode out! <laughs> do we have a fight for the northwest corner or not? No! Rewrite, rewrite, rewrite! Frantic, frantic, frantic! <laughs> uh, I know. Well, we should release this episode I, like writers, the night of Monday Night Raw, so you can see the ref going. Okay. Cancel. Okay, just start ringing the bell. Ringing the bell. Ringing the bell. <laughs> We don't know uh, who's going to be in which corner. Come find out at Elimination Chamber. Tonight's the night. Da, da, ba, da, da, da. Tonight's the night. All right. Um, Mike, let's talk about some qualifying matches that made absolutely zero sense. Oh, I think you're talking about SmackDown Live. Yes, SmackDown Live. Yeah. The, uh, the wrestling promotion or brand that only cares about pro wrestling kind of yeah and top 10 uh, lists unless your name's randy yes. orton and you know sell the top 10 list <laughs> and the guy who brings well, it up is the modern day maharaja and he says randy orton you suck on the top 10 list and then randy orton's like i don't give a damn about the top 10 list and everybody pops for the word damn but then they're like, wait, you're no-selling the top ten list. And then they point out, Maharaja, why are you referencing it when you're not even on the top ten list? Make... Well, uh, wait, uh, Reese, uh, What do you mean I'm not... Those uh, were Randy's lines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I bet if Randy had said this... So, accidentally, <laughs> like, the Maharaja brought it up, and he accidentally didn't sell it, because he's not... Uh, would he... Maybe if he said, well... You know, maybe if he said something really funny and self-aware, like, you know, I'm, I'm on the SmackDown Top 11 list. You know, I'm, I'm coming in at number 11. That would have been kind of funny. But that's... Bet you didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> Boom! You know. <laughs> and then he pulls out a big old bass and hits Randy over the back of the head with it. But that's something cool that Braun would have done, not Maharaja. Um, so, yeah, what, what is the point of this list? Just so that Ty Dillinger can come in at number 10? Is that the point of it? I... Yeah, uh, it's it's a joke. I, I mean, it, it, so the story was now, you know, D uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon can't agree on anything. So let's make a list of all the people we're going to put in number one contender matches and qualifying matches. You know, let's make sure that Ty Dillinger and Randy Orton have a shot at the WWE title. Um, unfortunately, Mike, <laughs> they went one week and that's still not how it went down. They actually, you know what? They didn't even go one week. On this very night, they uh, uh, revealed their top ten list. Uh, they they didn't even use it to select Ziggler and Corbin. Uh, to be Wait, those two weren't on be... there? No. They're not on that stupid list. And they got a match, which, you know, it changed over the week. Uh, it was supposed to just be straight up Ziggler and Corbin fighting for a chance to be in this triple threat match. Yeah. Uh, now it's a five-way match. I, I'm I'm worried that God. the writers on Raw and SmackDown are actually uh, <laughs> that. So I, they have completely separate writing teams for both shows, and now they've been challenged to make a really huge main event at their next pay-per-views. And the only solution that they can think of to make things bigger is to just add more guys to it. So now the Elimination Chamber for the first time has seven dudes. And now it's a fatal five-way that will probably be a fatal ten-way by the time it's all said and done. And it won't include Shinsuke Nakamura. I, what? <laughs> Why? What? Why? Why? 
What? Why? Like, okay, let's do AJ Styles in a handicap match against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Ooh! Ooh! And then we'll do AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, so it's a triple threat. Wait, 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 wait. Then we'll do AJ Styles versus Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens and the two hottest superstars on SmackDown Live, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin. What? I think it's just that we have two guys that are the option to get pinned instead of, you know, the normal one. I, I, I mean, I, that's, that's, you know, complete bullshit. Like, that shouldn't be what just came out of my mouth, but that's... That's what's going on here, right? Right? No? I, yeah, Maybe? I mean, those guys have no shot. I mean, it, really? Baron Corbin versus Nakamura is going to be at WrestleMania? I mean... Oh, yeah. There aren't there aren't enough crickets on the earth to fully <laughs> make the awful sound that would occur during like, that match. Yeah, to, to realize what the cricket sound should be, it's just... Uh, man. So here's, here's, here's one thing I would do with that top ten list. Like... Okay, okay. I think it's. I think at first it's a good idea that it just needs a little revision. Um, yeah. How? Oh my God. Here's what I would. Okay, one edit I would make. Don't put the champions on the list. Yeah. Like I would just make it a list what of the top f- contenders. Why the fuck yeah. would you clutter it with guys who already have belts? It's so stupid. Whole, right. So then when AJ Styles loses his belt, they go back to this list. I, I'm assuming it'll be an annual list, and they go, oh well. Shit, uh, AJ, you're fighting for the title again. I know you got your rematch. You lost to Shinsuke again, but unfortunately, you know, unfortunately for Shinsuke, you're number one on the list. So you you go right back in there. You'll be fighting Shinsuke for the title at SummerSlam. Like, there's and how the how in the I haven't I haven't sworn yet on this podcast. I try not to, but how in the fuck is New Day number six <laughs> and the tag team champions? who've been undefeated for months, they're number seven. Somebody explain right. that to me. It doesn't, like, here's, here's the, like, there's there's the way to explain it to go, well, you know, Mike, the wrestlers voted for this list, so that's just how it turned out. Uh, you can't tell me that shit when Ty Dillinger's number ten. Well, first of all, if that's the case, that means the New Day should be number one because they have three people voting for themselves. ha <laughs> ha! The top, I will say. The top two should say, be the New Day and the they, Riot Squad at one say, and two. They did say you couldn't vote for yourself. I, I oh, vote. okay. At least defend the WWE to that. <laughs> that's just, that's the, the only length I'll go to defend the WWE. What do you uh, think? WWE we don't take these list. lists seriously? No, you can't vote for yourself. <laughs> this is a legitimate institution. Don't look at Ty Dillinger at number 10. This is a big-time serious list. <laughs> like the idea that they they made this top 10 and they're like oh my god you guys you'll never guess okay yep he's number 10 you guessed it <laughs> oh isn't this great <laughs> ty dillinger's number 10 it's yeah i mean it's a i like the idea because it always does feel like you know these guys just come out of nowhere and you know like a new month rolls around and we got to reset the writing and Oh, it's Aiden English coming in for his U.S. title match. Like, what? You've you've just been doing nothing for like four months. Okay, well, here here's your turn. So I kind of like that idea, like of of you kind of, you know, kind of like college football. You got to kind of make your way up the rankings. I'm I'm fine with yeah. the idea, but who? We got to think of a better criteria to get them up there, and then we got to not have 
title holders in there. Like, we already know that they're the top. There's no reason for them yeah. to be on this list. This should be a list where we figure out who's next. And and I, I, I mean, I know we're, like, I'm about to be way more critical on this than I should probably ever be. But why are we chunking the tag teams together? I mean, technically, Rusev can't even be on this list. Because it's going to have to be Rusev Day. Because they're a tag team. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, where do you drop? Like, that's where we ask week after week that, you you know, do do your writing, make your stories, but make sure it makes this look legit. This is just another way to make this look silly. Like, the New Day is number six. And I know it's rough to say you need a spot for Xavier, you need a spot for Big E, but then that makes this list legit. And then you can actually have some tag team turmoil. You can have some some yeah, some like if fighting within. Like, hey, I made it to number eight, you douchebags, and yeah, that's <laughs> like that's the appeal of the list because it's it always feels like <clears throat> like it's part of the flaw with why the the women's matches just always seem silly. It, it always seems like they're they're of no consequence. There's like two women who feud for the title for like three months, and nobody else even thinks about the title or brings it up in a promo, like. To right. see the New Day, like, have to enter separately onto this list, and then, you know, Xavier got the pin. Well, wait a minute. You know, Kofi wants to start being the one in the match now. You know, now these guys should be more aggressive towards getting pins and moving their way up the list so that they can eventually get their shot against... That was a really bad Nakamura. I'm sorry. But... No, that's fine. Um, uh, yeah, no, you're, I mean, a thousand percent right. This could have been the best storytelling tool and resource they've ever made yeah it's like, it's brand new it's, it's good but, i mean hopefully they make these revisions well it's it would have been a fun way to do you know like we talked about it last week like you can't just do and this was about 205 live but you can't just do a bracket every month or ever before every big pay-per-view or what have you like you can't you can't just reset it and go all right well here's here's our next bracket like it, it's, it's got to be something different, and this at least would have been a way, where maybe you do have a bracket at one point for a title holder, but then, you know, the entire time that you're doing that, you know, maybe you fill out the bracket with this list. Maybe it's a top twenty list at all time, and then, I don't know. But you know, here's another thing. I know that, I, I want to get your take on this. Maybe this is this is a hot tag question. Um, but I still want to keep talking about the list after. Um, is it is it better to have a separate list for female wrestlers? No. Because I mean, because it's going to be a short list. The... It's going to be like four people long. You know what I mean? I don't think you want a reminder that you know that there there there's not a huge deep roster that you know the the women are numbers wise a fraction of what the men are. But isn't this a reminder on its own? I mean, essentially you've got Naomi and Becky Lynch on this list to fight Charlotte. Uh, I mean, who would you even put on there? Carmella? I mean, you could put Ruby Riot, I you guess. Put the whole put the whole roster on there. Hmm. Doesn't have to, you know, we don't have to make an excuse that it doesn't have to include everybody. It can include everybody. You just show who's the best and who's the worst. Yeah, uh, I just wonder what's going to happen. Like, you know, there's some of the women who 
have to be on the roster as far as you know they got somebody's got to eat a pin every week yeah so it might just be kind of rough when you see you know kind of the same you know two women on the bottom there because you know tamina for example she'll you know she'll get some bumps in because she's you know a bigger person than the other ladies but uh she doesn't really move the needle as far as getting you know title opportunities right now um so that's why it might be it might be kind of tough to do just the women's only um just because i i think just because it makes it more obvious that you know the same couple people are going to be at the top where the men have you know there's a little bit more of a variety like there's there's more um uh ways for variance because there's there's such a you know a deep deep roster i guess for me it just like this mix of the smackdown live top 10 and the and the the way you could use it as a tool is is ruined by the fact that this is mixed with tag teams it's mixed you know with uh it's a mixed gender list uh so that it's uh, how, how do you say that you know uh the Usos are doing better than Becky Lynch if they're both winning week after week. It's just, and then what does that mean? I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be a little bit easier to digest here. I mean, well, I like, guess yeah. And and the other thing too is we're being way too critical on something that'll just disappear. Yeah, they're experimenting. It's the it's something line. brand new. Um, I really like the idea. It's just it just needs a little revision yeah. for sure. Um. And I don't think it's it's not that far off. Just don't, please let Dillinger not just always be number ten. Can he just once be like number nine? You know what I mean? Yeah, um, like that would be that would actually be kind of funny. But I think what's <laughs> it you, like in the the way it, it harms, in my opinion, harms like the the women's standing because the roster is so shallow. Um, you know where you can see it's only the same like you know four ladies taking turns. I think yeah. it works for the men where you can be like oh. Yeah, you know, maybe Dellinger's going to start working his way up. You know, because honestly, like, the way that guy doesn't really get, you know, pay-per-view matches, I, you, you kind of forget about him. Um, you know, you kind of forget also that, you know, if you did something like on Raw, you're like, oh, yeah, you know, like when Dean Ambrose comes back, you know, he's got to climb his way back up the list. That's why it's kind of right. cool, like, you know, when it's when it's title time, like, you know, Ronda Rousey, for example, is going to have to start at the bottom and work her way up. You know, and we can kind of watch her progression. Nah. Right at the top. Oh, my God. She's got this. Eh. She'll be fine. No! <laughs> um. No, I mean, we're, we're, we're losing another element of this, of what this could have been, too. Like, um, you go back to Cesaro and Sheamus when they used to, when they did their, their battle of, uh, like, what, five or six match series? Yeah, best of seven. Um, yeah. Yeah, like that. That could, that could easily be a way to tell stories here. Like, that's that's who's gonna fight. You know, those are my other matches to fill out my card because they've they've been bouncing between number five and number six for the last couple months because they they win one week and then they lose you know the next and it's just these these two guys going back and forth and then to finally move up the spot, you know they're gonna have this this huge feud end with a, a cage match or something yeah. like that. That makes this a sport. It, it gives you something to actually measure. Like, you can actually see where this is going. And they don't have to do that for everything. But it's just something where they're, you know, they're, they're, they keep it, they keep it in, in your thought process. You're, you're conscious of what this list is and, and who's moving up and down this list. 
But uh, unfortunately, that's not what's happening. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll, I think we'll get to a point where we're going to start, hopefully not butchering it like the Maharaja, where he's calling people's positions out and then they're not even on the list. Um, hopefully guys will yeah. maybe start, you know, kind of like a title where you can, you know, put your number on the line. You know, and prove that you know you deserve your number, you know, five ranking or something like that by you know battling this other guy and. Right. It's just a, it's a it's a concept that I, again it has potential. Um, we'll kind of see how it progresses here in the coming weeks. Kind of evolves a little bit. Um, yeah, I, I I feel good you about know, you it. Know what it. Yeah, but go ahead. You know what it does too. I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. I apologize because you're wrapping up. It. It'll, it'll actually legitimize even further the idea of the Royal Rumble and the money in the bank. Yeah. If you did it right. So you that's where guys who are on the bottom of the list have to, like, think about that story. Like, oh, my gosh, I can't, I can't get a win. This is, this is my shot. You know, I have to, I have to get in. You know, if, if I, can, I can leapfrog five guys on this list, you know, if I can just get this money in the bank chains you know i don't know i just and, th- and then the same thing with the royal rumble you got 30 guys you could be at the bottom of this list you're you're still able to make it into the royal rumble you know that's that's another way to to do qualifying matches for for the rumble you know uh raw and smackdown both have a list of of 15 people uh that they get to to turn in for the rumble and then you got to fight your way onto the top 15 yeah so you're not necessarily qualifying every single spot in the Royal Rumble, but you're at least qualifying, you know, these 15 people that are that are good enough to be in the Rumble. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to just anyway, yeah, I'm just trying to see if yeah. there's anything else you might want to touch on with that. Um. No, I I think I think that's about it. I, I had a thought and it kind of it kind of just kind of just kind of floated away, kind of like Neville, just just gone. Bye. Yep. Just wait for Bye, the. Neville. I know I miss that guy. Um, and if you uh, if you uh, had a lot of free time this week like I did, um, hopefully you got to catch up a little bit on NXT and 205 Live. Um, a little bit of 205 Live actually uh, this morning. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I think the the shocker. I think actually I'm gonna say both those 205 Live results. Hopefully you finished it here because if not I'm gonna spoil it for you, buddy. Um, no, I saw. It. Drew Gulak getting the win over Tony Nese. Yeah. I, I really thought Tony Nese was a, a better bad guy. I thought he was going to be, you know, because he has a different style. Most of the guys do the acrobatics, and he's just kind of the um, the muscle, if you will, of, of 205 Live, um, where he's the beef. So yeah. to kind of spice up, you know, the match variety, I, I, I really thought he was going over. And I don't know, I guess they want to see well, what I, they can do with Gulak. Um well, it goes back to my complaint last week. Was it was great, great wrestling, uh, but I knew who was going to win last week. Like it, it, it never really felt like it could go either way for either of those matches last week. And then this, this week was the I, I don't know the exact opposite in, in that regard. Um, but yeah, I, I, Gulak winning over Nice just. I, I don't know. They're even building the storyline of like Gulak being just this doofus goofball and you know he was even shocked that he was gonna have to fight i don't know it's it's they're at least 
they're at least listening to me and my complaining because uh, I, I, I've been trying to – well, think about it. Like, we complained about 205 Live. We were like, how do you fix it? You do a tournament. Make the matches matter. Make this now there's like a, a tournament. Yeah. yeah. And then last week I said, oh, man, this tournament is going great. I'm actually watching 205 Live now. But let's not just have everybody, you know, we're expecting to win, win. Boom. There you go, Matt. Boom. We it. are listening. We're sorry. We overlooked that. Uh, we thought you just wanted to see the same eight guys, and, they, and then they completely flipped that. Yeah. <laughs> I was a little surprised, too, um, the other... I know they want to get over that new guy, Mark Andrews. I don't I don't know yeah. if his name could be more boring and vanilla, um, but... It is two first names. It, they <laughs> love their two first names. <laughs> um, and he gets, he gets to get over on Akira Tozawa. Um... Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of. I like his dive through the ropes, that headbutt. It, it looks like it actually hurts. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love Tozawa only like from the same way, and I'm not... Oh, man, i got to be careful with the way I say this. So Is it hard to pronounce? Or? I fell in love with Alexa Bliss because of her reactions. Yeah. And the facial expressions she makes in the ring to just get pissed. Yeah. Akira Tozawa's litany of react well i guess maybe it's just the one now that i think about it but when he's like ready to go full bore if he's ready to go you know just go into a move or he's gonna jump over the ropes or he's getting a pin that screaming face he makes like and it's either anguish or it's stress or it's frustration i think it's determination too yeah it's all of those mixed together like he could use that face for so many different emotions but i love like that guy really sells like this is this is pro wrestling this is real what you're watching this i have to win this or i have to nail this move yeah, or you're about yeah, to love yeah. what i'm about to do tozawa's got that like he he is a, an actor in the ring he he can he can sell how i mean the crap out of okay it. the guy you know english is not his first language and that guy still has the crowd doing that absurd just ha 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 he's yeah. just saying ha and the crowd is doing that with him it's incredible um, but in ba- like back-to-back weeks now, we've seen Tozawa and Hideo Itami go down in the first round. Well, yeah. Goodbye, Japan. You know you already got SmackDown. You know you're good. You got you got Nakamura. You got Asuka. You know you you don't need to be in 205 Live. This is a place for people like Mark Andrews. Ooh. I don't know. Well, I this is again. You're we're now you're. you're I want all Japan. Yeah. Talk out of both More sides Japan. of your mouth, damn it. <laughs> we either we either get. I don't. We can applaud them for making huge steps in their main event matches, Mike. <laughs> okay, I know. I, I'm just selfish. I'm being selfish. I, I like Tozawa. Wait a minute. <laughs> I want a surprise, but damn it, you better make Tozawa win, or I'm gonna be angry. Um, and with that said, I still want to see one of the secret entrants of this tournament be Rey Mysterio. He's uh, cause I I I I heard that he had signed. Uh, he's gonna do some match in New Japan. But then, yeah. uh, like the WWE website has, what would happen if AJ Styles had to fight Rey Mysterio? What would happen? I, I don't know. AJ, AJ probably would win. make Rey Mysterio look, look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like he did with Shane McMahon. So imagine what he can do with yeah. a real wrestler. I mean. Oh, man. 
So, okay. Uh, he, He's going to take that 619 like a champ. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? AJ would go flying into outer space taking that 205. <laughs> I can't even say it now. The 619. The 619. I almost called it the 205. The 205 <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome if they renamed it. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, you know, you're right. Anyway. You're right. You you deserve to call me out. I was just, I was just disappointed. I, I like Tozawa. I know Mark Andrews. Got to get over the new talent. Put him over with somebody who's established. You know, who the crowd. Ha! Who they have for. Um, there's only so many guys who can advance. I know. I know. I, I just, I like Tozawa. I wanted to see him win. No, me too. Uh, it's still... It's still good though to get you know some some surprises in this because eventually th- those should stop and we should get you know you should get like the best guy winning, uh, right? Yeah. I don't know. Does that even make sense? Not at all. No. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but did you get to uh, catch any of NXT this week? I did not. Oh man, like there's so many so many damn what is it three four five. Six, seven hours of WWE programming you could be doing every week. And that's not including all those, like, ride along with, you know, Dolph Ziggler and The Miz. Or Total Divas, Total Bellas. Hanging out with the old legends. Watch Facebook. Yeah. It's like, God, I need to do something else once in a while. Um, but. Well, like, this this is. The WWE's doing it right. Because everything right now says content 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 just keep making content uh if the wwe could somehow make a web page that all it does is like (laughs) like it it just dictates what went on and it's all just in words and it's in every single language on their video that would be the only website you could find on google If they just had something that was like, and then Tazawa went, wah! Like, because that's, I, I think, that that's the only thing Google can't, is struggling to track right now is video. But WWE has so much video. Holy mackerel. I mean, think about, too, like, the videos they pop, they uh, they, they, they populate on, on Facebook of just someone recapping what you just saw. Yeah. Like, that exists. And then there's a hundred of them throughout the whole week. Yeah. They, if, if content marketing is the future, WWE has 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 started it and and is now leading the way. They they must have something, some sort of new, uh, some sort of new technology coming out so that they can they can actually do what I'm talking about to turn that into just a written a written piece of work eventually. Because that they will own the internet um, better than Kim Kardashian could. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. No, I'm just gonna say like there, there's, you know, your your life is only so long. So you're like, how many hours of my life am I gonna give to WWE? But when I saw in the description for NXT this week that you were getting two title matches, I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. But then it said one of them was Ember Moon versus Shayna Blazer again, Baszler again. I was like, yes, I can't wait to see more of this feud. Like, uh, Ember is, oof. I mean, yeah. she's up there with with um, Asuka. Like when she gets Where would the you call rank up, her on the SmackDown Live top. 10? Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not quite number ten, like Dillinger. Maybe coming in at number eleven. <laughs> um, but man, like this, if you if you take take fifteen minutes out of your life and just watch Ember play the underdog face, uh, with the busted up arm, she's got that. Oh, it's not the word Kimura, but it, she's got that you know the taped up shoulder. Um, 
And man, yeah. she sold the heck out of that and got, you know, the whole crowd sympathizing with her, really rooting for her. Um Shayna was getting real like bad guy heat cuz she all she was doing was focusing on the arm. Um and how long has she been wrestling? Like a year, two years? And she's yeah, already she's like like, like mega bad guy. Um I mean, she's still a little green in the ring, you can tell. Like there's a few instances where I, I can hear I can hear William Regal say I can't hit myself. You know, when he's talking about Goldberg. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't hit myself. You have to hit me back, you know. But she's uh-huh. so freaking close to being good. Like, it, it kind of reminds me of when you could see the glimmers <laughs> with Braun, you know, a year or so ago. Where you're like, man, if this guy figures it out, he, he's going to be a terror. And now he is. And I can definitely see Shayna doing that. Um, well, you know, like, with her with her stuff, too, and you, you we talked about uh, Apollo Crews at length. Yeah. Like, She's got a, a strategy and a direction that has that someone took time to draw out. Like, okay, this is what she will be, yeah. and she is that. She's that on the mic. She's that in the ring. Yeah. She doesn't blur anything when she gets in the ring. She's not like. It's just there. There's there's an idea there, and they're working it, and they they can actually write a story because they know who she is yeah she's not aj styles in the ring but i mean she's i know who i know what her character is yeah you know i know who she is i know her history uh you're right she has like schemat like she has like blueprints for victory you know she's mm-hmm. bigger than most of the women um like like you know um ropes of muscle on this woman and then she knows how to just bust your arm that's what she's gonna focus on um yeah. You know, just like like uh like Bret Hart. You know, he's got the sharpshooter, so why wouldn't he just keep you know injuring you know working on the legs and then build up to it? So that's what she does. She has all these different submission maneuvers. She bops you around on the arm. You know, smashes it on the ring apron, smashes it on the rope. Like if that's how she's been winning, it's she's she's got a recipe. Um, so it's kind of cool that it seems like she has a, a plan and she's not just Duh, you know putzing around or smiling in the ring. Yeah. Like, she she knows what she wants to do um and i'd say the cool little wrinkle with this um with the feud is is shana was again um you know doing some shenanigans to actually you know injure ember moon storyline wise instead of just wrestle for victory um and Kyrie sane came in interfered and you know ended the match in a dq so shana actually got the win but you know no titles change hands in a dq um but what was pretty cool was um, Kyrie didn't just shove Shayna out of the way. You know, she gave her those those really nice, like, two-handed knife-edge chops. I really love that. Um, yeah. It's something where, you know, like when you watch AJ Styles and he just puts, you know, little wrinkles that, you know, it's a, it's a move you've seen a million times. You know, everybody does a super kick and, you know, everybody will do, you know, the little leg slap. And then AJ's like, I'm going to do a Pele kick. You know, everybody in the business does a knife-edge chop, and Kyrie's just cool because she's like, uh, you know, everybody uses one hand. Um, I'm going to use two. Like, like, use your brain. Have a little, <laughs> you know, have a little creativity. Yeah, make it, make it hurt, yeah. you know. Um, so she gave her a couple of those patented Kyrie Sane, you know, double hand slaps, got Shayna out, and then Shayna tried to ambush her, and then Kyrie basically did a ooh-ah and speared Shayna, and it was beautiful. <laughs> Oh, a little 80-pound Kyrie. So what a, I don't know if what they're going for is to kind of get Shayna off the world title um, picture for a bit, like have her feud with Kyrie, or if they're looking to do like yeah. a triple threat. 
Um, so they can still protect Ember from eating a pin. You know, give let Kyrie get pinned by Shayna. You know, get the belt off Ember because she she needs to be on you know USA. She shouldn't just be on the you know WWE network. She's you know one of the best women wrestlers they have. Um, yeah. So that's not a bad way to go. And then to see Shayna and Kyrie kind of feud for a while, I, I don't think anybody who watches NXT would complain. Because um, Shayna is as, no, I, as I, intense I, I, as I she is, um, Kyrie is that talented in the ring. Like, when she does that crazy walk the plank, they call it, where she stomps from corner to corner and then rams into you forearm first. And then that, yeah. you know, that flying elbow that makes, you know, the rest of soul Randy Savage make him blush. Like, they got they got magic here. I can't believe it was you know it was uh, just a couple months ago we were like oh what are they gonna do with this women's division you know no more Asuka. and now you've got all these characters um, just popping up. It's well I, that's that that would be my I know this is off topic but that'd be my hesitation of calling up Ember Moon immediately because I, I I I don't know where you squish her in but uh, I I know I know she's super talented maybe. Maybe that goes back to our old conversation of sending people back down to NXT too to to kind of you know boost that show, give give people a chance to build a character. But yeah, I, I guess not. Again, that was off topic. I just I just I'm, worry about calling her up. I just I, I'm I I am so invested in NXT, and I know it's part of it is because of Shayna. Um, She's super green, but it it feel it's like watching Brock matches where it feels like there's there's some some real danger every time you watch it. Um, well, hey, we might we might get to see her in a couple weeks. Yeah, um, two weeks from today, the brothers of discussion will be watching NXT. Yeah, in Detroit. Um, I was just say to um, there was another title match, Pete Dunne the Bruiserweight versus Roderick Strong. Um, nice. It was, it was fine. I, I liked it a lot. I think the, the pacing was kind of um, a little bit slow until the last you know couple minutes or so, and they really picked it up. Um, yeah, it's just kind of. I'm not sure what they're trying to do with Roderick. I know he he got to win his match for 205 Live. Um, he really does look exactly like Dean Malenko. Uh, <laughs> Yep. Not just the face and the hair, but literally his physique and his wrestling style. It looks like he just, like Dean Malenko went in a time machine and he came back and changed his name as Roderick Strong. <laughs> Let's give this another shot. Yeah. Woo! I just, uh, it was just kind of tough because, uh, you know, Roderick basically had to win one match against Tyler Bates to, you know, get in this. Yeah. And it didn't, fe- I think that was the only issue for me. Um,. You know, like with Shayna and Ember, I know there's, you know, a, a storyline behind it. Like, Roderick basically won one qualifying match, and I, nobody else is really gunning for that UK title. You know what I mean? So, this like, right. the stakes didn't feel as high. So, I, like, I wasn't as invested as I was, like, with Ember and Shayna. Um, so, I wouldn't be surprised to see Roderick advance a bit in that 205 Live tournament, but this match shit... I mean, it's two incredibly talented gentlemen. Um... And Pete yeah. Dunn, he, he's like twenty four, dude. He's I did not. He's know a that. baby. Yeah. He's like the opposite of Finn Balor. <laughs> um, and uh, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. I didn't have a lot to throw into that. Um, but I'm just pumped because we also had Alistair Black come out, and he's, you know, he's finally declaring, you know, I want my shot at the belt, the NXT Championship, and. 
NXT said no. And Killian Dane said no. <laughs> he came. Oh well, you know. Yeah, what I mean. He came out and did a kind of a clunky <laughs> promo and said, "We got to go through me first. And um, I don't know how Killian really has earned that. Um, but I'm excited to watch these two guys beat the crap out of each other. Uh, yeah, that should be fun. Yeah. Um. So. I, did you yeah, get to, did I, you get to I, catch I apologize. Any of this I, I didn't get no. I apologize. I didn't get to see. Anything, How dare you, but, Matt? Uh, it's only seven hours of entertainment every week. You should be watching seven hours of WWE programming every week, at least. <laughs> I told you. I made sure I watched the mixed match challenge. That's my, did you? That's my did goal you? every week is to make sure I watch. That's that. the one thing I didn't catch this week. <laughs> I mean, uh, they're 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 kind of silly and fun, and it's something you can you know you can giggle at because it's not. I think I talked about it last week. It's 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 just you know it's silly. Yeah. It's, you don't have to worry about catching every move. You just get to hear them arguing a little bit, you know, <laughs> before the match starts. It's fun. Um, I will say that if if you know you, you can't put your whole you can't give WWE your whole life. I know I'm drinking out of my WWE mug and I got my Dean Ambrose reverse face underwear on, but. If you just get a few minutes to watch Aleister Black on his way to the ring, you know his crazy entrance song, that, that screamo? The one thing I want you to see is not just the song, just watch, because he, he stands at the ramp at the top before he really you know starts his stroll down to the ring. And there's one guy in like the fourth row who knows the words to that song. <laughs> it it man it it is worth it just watch this guy like he kind of like you know he he rears up so he like arches his back and puts his shoulders back so that he can properly project the <laughs> and when he does a like he hunches forward to fully get all the sound out like ah! like just vomit those words and then he rears back up when there's that break between the lyric and then the just the music you see him. That is, that is one way that I know I will never be the biggest WWE fan. I don't know I all the lyrics. Yeah. Tapings. Yeah. And yeah, it's all. But there's guys in like every single match where you see them singing along with the lyrics, yeah. and I'm like, wow, I will never love the WWE that much. I. <laughs> I have my songs. Yeah. I, I've got my you know, my Nakamura tuned up when I'm when I'm ready to work out, yeah. but Oh. Yeah. I, I still struggle to remember what Alistair Black's song even sounds like, but I, <laughs> this guy knows all the words. Yeah, I'll never know I'll probably never know the lyrics, but I'm always gonna think of that guy going And then he's like like in the breaks going I know this part, and now I'm gonna sing this. <laughs> yeah, and now it's time for this part. <sighs> it's 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 worth it, Matt. Um, uh. so uh, yeah, I'm excited for that feud coming up. Um, and then we're getting closer oh, and closer guess, to the uh, chamber. Yeah, do you have any other yeah, thoughts? This, this upcoming, well, this upcoming week, uh, just got to remind everybody to tune in because uh, we'll be probably doing. Our predictions for Elimination Chamber uh, this upcoming Saturday. Yeah. Um, that'll be our next show. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be 
churn it out uh, hopefully uh, more than one blog than I did uh, last <laughs> week. Uh, I've got some plans here. Uh, <laughs> at least I've been consistent with the one I said would be weekly. Like I, I've I've kept that going. I've, I feel pretty proud about that. So that you'll uh, you'll be able to read uh, my take on what was the best match this week. So I will still have to go through all the WWE programming at some point today. Um, and then, of course, uh, I wanna I wanna go ahead and give you a, a little bit more in-depth take on the SmackDown Live Top Ten. Uh, kind of just reviewing how real this really is, and then what each listing actually means, what it means to that wrestler, and then what it says to us about this stupid list. Um, <laughs> I've actually got I've I've got a request at the top of that uh, article on what this list should have been, but. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll go from there, and then uh, I'm probably going to touch on um, uh, how much how much fun it is to see Braun Strowman really take that uh, that face character uh, and, and turn it into what Braun Strowman's face character should look like. Um, but yeah, I guess uh, that's it for me. I did have I I, I had a fun uh, I had a fun hot tag question for you. Uh, just to end the show here. Yeah, we got time. Yeah. How, how great would this faction be, Mike? I just uh, how like how quickly would you buy the T-shirt for this faction? Uh, they re-sign Damian Sandow and Tony Nese, Elias, and Sandow <laughs> become a brand new beard faction of some sort, and. Like what? What their their you know, thing will be is they just dominate <laughs> on three different levels. Uh, you know, one will dominate Raw, one dominates SmackDown, and then one dominates, uh, uh, I, I guess, Two Hundred Five Live. But <laughs> just the three of them holding titles at once ah, would be so great. Here's you know what I'm excited about the prospect of that is, um, you know, like uh, the Usos and the Bellas that always do twin magic, like to see the bearded yeah. guys roll each other out of the ring and the ref going, wait, wait a minute, <laughs> right. no, have have. Have Tony Nese have Sandow on the outside, and Sandow rolls in, and the ref's like, Whoa. "No, you're like a foot what? taller. Yeah, you, yeah. Can't, you can't do like, that." Not just that too. Like, um, uh, like they still wear their own individual wrestling gear too. So they're just, they're still just trying to get by on the beard. No, Wait, you didn't change your tights. No, Sandow, get out of here, Sandow. Oh, that would. Be we know what I was thinking. You were going with was. Um, Eli- I knew it- I figured it was Elias when I said when you said fun faction, I was thinking it would be Elias and Strowman. Ooh, that would be fun. <laughs> Just two two guys, you know, doing a goofy band. Like, um, yeah, like a buddy cop. Yeah, like kind of thing. Like Elias is still like, I, I guess yeah, he'd be the one that's trying to take it serious, and then Strowman <laughs> Just, ends up being the goofy. Yeah, he keeps he yeah. keeps auditioning with different instruments, and he keeps breaking them. <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. As Elias does have that that great reaction face, like of just what the, f- what are you doing? Yeah, like he's got that he's I'm got that face, like entertain. I'm an artist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> All right, man. We're pushing an hour twenty. Uh, you got anything else yep. for us this week? That's it for me. All right, that's it for me too, brother. All right, everybody. Thank <laughs> you for listening, and don't forget bodpodcast.com we are at bodpodcast on twitter and facebook uh go to itunes and soundcloud and subscribe and rate us let us know what we're doing right yeah rate our bod 
give us a hundred percent or five stars or whatever. If, you can, uh, you oh, can I, write I the BOD podcast and our bods, because we're going to be putting up some yeah. hot nudes on the podcast blog site this week. Hot, hot nudes, because I don't want to get a job. And we're going to hot tag um, each other so. with some hot oil. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, again, thank you, everybody. Yep. Have a good yep. one. Come on! All right. Ooh, ah. You talk too much. Okay. <laughs>